Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Oh my God! We just got done with um, week week eight week eight of the NFL, and Tom and I go at it, talking all the games, talking all of our terrible pickums. Because if you haven't noticed and didn't listen last week, we did terribly. But all this and more coming down the wire. You know what I'm saying? I be like sheesh. Sunset on the beach Pick me wanna pull up on Miami with the heat I don't know about you But I know about me Summertime in Florida Catch me sliding on the key yeah. oh, Something's happening Down the wire, baby Day after Halloween Halloween special, right? Uh, I mean, really it's, It can't be the Halloween special The Halloween special was last week, if anything Oh, I was just Gonna, I thought it was because you looked like you came dressed like a homeless person to the episode today. So I thought you were in costume. I don't have the beard anymore. You can't see that. So, and I, to be fair, I haven't had the beard in over a year, in well over a year. Yeah, you have You have not had that beard. You have had this facial hairstyle for quite a while now, and it definitely I, suits you better. I know. I have the Rutherford B. Hayes look, the, like, uh, like, the Civil War reenactor facial hair. Ulysses like S. Grant Civil War edition. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Grant had a full beard. He did. I don't. But I have didn't the horseshoe. He... I have the Hulk Hogan. The didn't... I swear he, when he was like the general, he had his hair like that. And then when he got the president, he was like, all right, I got to be serious here. You're just making this shit up. Okay. Well, anyway, it's pretty close to Halloween. And I have a hot take to start off this show. Okay. All right. Halloween overrated holiday. That's the hot take, okay? Okay. So now, here's where I'm coming at it with you. Give me your top three holidays right now. Okay, top three altogether? Your like, personal uh, favorite. Three to one, or am I, are they three to one, or are they just all three? I need in order, and I want your personal. It's all on your level. Yeah, 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 that's fair. Um, uh, number Number three, give me 4th of July. I uh, enjoy 4th of July a lot. Um, uh, I think 
one of the reasons that you'll see this going forward with all my holidays is there's no pressure on these holidays at all Mm -hmm. and uh because that's that's what i like i like to enjoy and if i don't enjoy it no one's going to criticize me for that uh so fourth of july number three nice number two give me uh uh saint patty's day i Mm. love saint patty's day it's a good time to get together with friends and again like i said no pressure at all uh, and number one is New Year's Eve. Okay. I love New Year's Eve, and I do have a personal bias to that because New Year's Eve, I always work at comedy sports, and I get a great comedy time, uh, comedy show time, and uh, that has been my tradition is to work the comedy sports show on New Year's Eve uh, for the past, let's see, I'm at 11 years now. There you so, go. There you go. Yeah. Some good reasoning behind these holidays. And you know what? I like that you have a couple of the holidays in there that really, like you said, have no pressure because those are underrated. All of them. Those are very None of them have pressure. Very underrated aspect part of the holiday season. Now that being said, I, I say, Yes. Let me just add this one little bit in. Probably number 4 might be Halloween. Mm. Halloween's probably 4 or 5. I, I won't say it's like super overrated but i'm at this point i'm almost 30 like i don't care yeah but you have a kid you have a kid yeah that that helps yeah so what we didn't do anything last year we dressed up and we hung outside no one came because we were we have the worst house for trick-or-treating because our thing is across the street like uh, like across the street is the like nursing home and then uh, we are just three houses that are separated from all the other neighborhood houses. So no one's like, oh, let's walk down that uh, side of the block that only has three houses on. We'll just keep going towards all the other houses. You are very. So no one ever comes. You have thought that. about this with Halloween. I I can tell with that. It does. You do have a pretty crappy house for trick or treating. I never even thought of it. I guess. And it's like your yeah. house kind of like starts the block, but it also like ends the block. And there's like no, a... no, it doesn't even start. It bookends. Like it's like, oh no no. The, the, see those three houses? Those are the shitty houses. Right. So I'm thinking like next year, because Elsie, my child, wants to do like distributing the candy deal. I think we sit on the corner next year. Mm, and like that's a stand. Make a stand. Candy. Yeah. Something like yeah, that. Yeah. I think that's gonna be our our best bet. So I actually went and took some initiative here. And got a survey out. You? Yes, yes. Initiative? I know. What? And I and I took a little survey uh, through people on my Snapchat to kind of figure out uh, what they kind of think of their holidays. And well over like 50-some people, like I don't know exactly how many because I have a very terrible chart that I'll just show you of how I kept track of this whole entire thing after is it just like tally marks no it's even more confusing than that it's like i have the holidays listed and wherever that vote was i put that number so if they said christmas thanksgiving easter i would put one by christmas two by thanksgiving and three by easter to act as a tally mark for that spot but then the next one i would go with one if they guessed one for that holiday two for that holiday three for that holiday so what is this this is like uh nba voting right here like uh, right on a point system almost yes if you would yes so 
do you have a guess on where they might have fallen? The demographic here is like 19 to 25, probably. And I do have an outlier of someone who's your age. Okay, uh, so let's see. Christmas is up there. Christmas is number one. Yeah. We had in their top three. One, like... In their top three, Christmas was there fifty-two times. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. That's because everyone's basic as fuck. Yes. Uh, sorry, yes. it's true. Like those are basic. Christmas things. would suck like... without the decorations and the gifts. Well, I, here's the thing. I don't need the gifts. I I don't fuck with Christmas. I've never fucked with Christmas. The only time I ever go to, with to Christmas shit is because. Uh, family makes me right uh, so that's that's how i've always felt thanksgiving comes in at number two 30 oh, whoa i didn't get a pick oh sorry did you not were you not gonna guess that guess. that was what you were gonna guess yeah yeah 36 36 people put that in their top three what is the number three holiday then go halloween it is not Halloween. Oh, wait. Oh. It might be now. It might be now. I had a couple come in, actually, at the end here. That's going to be... Th- it's actually a tie. I just I did just tallied it right now. Holy shit. 30 votes apiece. Uh, Fourth of July? With the 4th of July. 30 votes apiece yep. each. Both came in in certain positions in their top. There was more people yeah. that put Halloween higher in their list. Like, there was nine first-place votes for Halloween and eight second place votes for halloween whereas fourth of july six votes first place seven votes second place but 13 to 17 in the third place category so a lot of people put the fourth of july at the end new year's eve so really so really that gives uh, does that give uh uh halloween the rub because of the first place votes on a technicality probably yes points total halloween would be above it point total halloween would be above it yes um, okay. I do have New Year's Eve is the only other one that got uh, more than 10. That one got 14 people to say that that was in their top three. And these are all legit answers. I did not take any answers that were not legit. Okay, so do you want to guess the remaining one, two, three, four, five, six holidays left? Six holidays. Yes. Um... Okay, uh, is Valentine's on there? One person said Valentine's Day, but it is also their birthday. So that was why. Okay, so that's, that's, okay. Um, well, then, you know what, then I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to have to take Easter. Yep. Because, you know, you, people are like, God. And yes. so God's got to be in there. Easter, Easter um, had three votes, or five votes. Okay, now... Is there a distinguish between New Year's Eve and New Year's Day? There was not. I just lumped it all as one. I just wanted to be sure. Yes. I just wanted to be sure. Uh, did some asshole say Black Friday? No. Okay. Uh, Labor Day? Labor Day got one. Okay, yes, because weird. that was the outlier with your guy because he's like, hey, I hate all the other holidays. At least I get off on Labor Day. And I was like, all right, sweet. There you go. Who's my guy? Uh, he's not your guy. He was just the guy that's around your age. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's old man is a right, right there. Exactly. Okay, got you. Uh, how many guys left? Three. Um, did you said Valentine's is, Day, Memorial is, Day, is, or Labor Day? Mother's Day is Mother's Day on there. Mother's Day was not on there. Do you want me to give you? Oh, Easter was the other one you had said. You didn't. Well, you had St. Patty's Day. That was one of yours too. Yeah. You said that. 
also got Memorial Day from the same guy because he's like, I also get off of work that day. And then I had another person, Day of the Dead, which is also today. One of those. Oh, and a Hanukkah, too, because I... Buddy from uh, California. <laughs> right. Do you but... know... Do you know... I, I, I don't know if I've told you this, but I have done a bloodline check. We do have Jewish, uh, like, cultural Jewish bloodlines. So, again, we are not Jewish ourselves, but we do have that, uh, that tie-in. Week 8 of the NFL... Oh, that was just like a fun little Florida. survey. I don't know. Did you like that? That was kind of fun, like, to see what it is. I think it's whack. Like, Halloween's whack. I would put New Year's Eve above. My top three, by the way, would go Thanksgiving, 4th of July. Food. Yes. Food. And then I'm going to go Christmas just because I'm basic. I, I would – but yeah, New Year's basic. Eve is close. New Year's Eve is close to Christmas. You're also too young. You're, you're too young to really appreciate New Year's Eve at this point. Yeah. I, I, it's... I do have, like, I have the personal ties to that, so that's why my New Year's Eve gets so high. Fair enough. Fair enough. We start with Thursday nights. We were all watching. It was Green Bay versus Arizona. Mm. Packers come to win 24-21. This was so bullshit that Arizona had a chance to win this game at the end. It was ridiculous. Because Green Bay dominated them. This is the one issue that I have with this game. I should say one issue with the Packers win is uh, Matt LaFleur, the head coach, got a little too cutesy. You know what? I I don't even know. Because it really could have been Aaron Rodgers uh, running some RPO shit on the goal line. This Specifically, their last drive, you know, where it is, what, first and fucking goal – and they can't get it in. I I really do feel that that could be uh, Aaron Rodgers calling some RPOs down down there. He didn't have his but, best day, but he did look like he knew what he was doing out there. To be fair yes. with Aaron, I I was very impressed with his performance watching it through the eye test. And then you look at the stat box, and it doesn't do the same. It doesn't do it justice. I mean, he didn't have the best completion percentage. He didn't even hit two hundred yards. Had two big touchdowns to Randall Cobb, though, that looks like it's already worth the six-round pick regardless because he pretty much helped win this game. And then a great running performance from A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. That's what needed to happen. This was A.J. Dillon's, A- AJ Dillon. AJ Dillon's breakout game after having such a terrible oh, yeah. week. Terrible week last week. And if you're not on the Devondre Campbell hype train yet, you better get on it because that guy's insane insane now uh too while we uh go through this episode specifically i think it's also important for us to make note that tomorrow is the trade deadline so we should be talking about buyers and sellers really because uh let's be honest the packers need to be buyers after this game losing kylan hill for the season losing robert tunyon for the season huge issues uh, all things considered, when you can, uh, you know, Kylan Hill is their kick returner, and Robert Tunyon is their offensive tight end threat. Not to mention blocking tight end as well. So this is like, if I would have bet money last week that the Packers were going to make one more defensive uh, addition. We talked about this, I think. I don't know if it was on the podcast or in person. I think I we thought did. it was going to be Kyle Fuller. 
right? It, now it has to be a tight end. It has to be a tight end so bad because what? Mercedes Lewis is your guy going forward? Look. I, I, I love him, but no chance. Hear me out. Hear me out. Atlanta, Hayden Hurst. I don't hate that. I don't hate that at all. I'm also really not unimpressed with Josiah DeGuara for what he had to do. No. And, I, you know, I even put it on my Twitter, too. I said, look, like, DeGuara, it's your time to kill it, dude. But, again, you need to have some backup just in case. And I think that's a good one. Or if not, maybe even get a uh, – like some type of kick returner. Because, well, the like, thing that needs to be what I'm too. thinking, what I'm thinking here is, although Tanyan is great tight end, he's great blocking, and he gets open. In all reality, his main use is to be a red zone threat, and I think they just replace the red zone threat with Randall Cobb at this point, and then they can get an outside weapon too. Sure, I I don't think he's a red zone threat. I think he's a check down threat, and that's going to be important too. Because again, another person that you had for that is Kylan Hill, uh, who is not there now, right? Now, I will say, I heard, I listened on the radio today, because, you know, I always listen to the radio, that some dude called in and tried to say to bring back Devin Funches to be the tight end. I nearly died, because that is one of the funniest fucking takes I've ever heard. Holy shit, what a bad take. I want to say that also um, thank you to Eric Stokes from even getting fucked up on that route by DeAndre Hopkins. You caused him to pull a hamstring. And if he played this game, I don't know if we would have been as solid. But for what the cards got dealt, the defense looked really good. Again, Aaron Jones got dealt. The cards got dealt. That's not what I was trying to do. That wasn't what I, I was know. trying to do. <laughs> Seems like Eric Stokes gives up one big play every game, but is pretty solid after it. So that's going to burn oh. us for some reason. Sure. That's you gonna... know what? He's a, he's a rookie cornerback. Like, the hardest position outside of quarterback to be Covering with. one of the best, if not the best, wide receiver in the NFL. Top one, top two. Yes, you, know, you can't that, go wrong arguing is... either of them. That is easy debate right there. Like, uh, I I should say a difficult debate. But, like, yeah, I, um, uh, for all things considered, the defense played out of their fucking mind. And every time Devontae Adams decides to, you know, stay out a game, every single person steps up. And this game, I, I thought it was going to be MVS, who ended up not playing, unfortunately. But Javon Winfrey came in big. He only had like three or four receptions, but they were all massive receptions. I liked I liked him getting involved there too. He looked like a nice big target that was getting open. I still don't know why the Amari Rogers isn't getting more time plays kind of his way. I mean, we spent a third round pick on him, and when he comes in, it doesn't look like he's lost or anything. And he he had two times he, he got the ball, round? huh? second round pick no i he was their third round pick their um their third their second round pick was ah shit now i gotta look it up i know for sure he was their third round pick did the packers have their second round pick stokes and i I josh myers duh it was the set josh myers yes we knew that we knew that um so i want to see him get involved i'm i'm curious maybe he's not ready i mean aaron Rodgers wants trust that is the number one thing and if he doesn't trust you you're useless on the field so 
fuck it. If he's not ready, he's not ready. So, yeah, we are looking towards this trade deadline move. Do you think they make a move? My, I want them to. My gut says no, they're done. All right. My gut says yes. With the way that they have been playing this season, or I should say uh, working in the front office this off, uh, this season, they are going to make at least one more move, I think. Now the Cardinals, do you see them doing anything? Because I don't. No, I think they probably set. are done. They're done. Yeah, yeah they, they're they, pretty set. They, they're, yeah, they're a solid football team. I mean, they were in the game. They, they played terrible, and they could have won. Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. And shout out now, A.J. Green for just not catching the ball. That was great. Hold up, hold up. Now, everyone's shitting on A.J. Green here. I'm going to play some slight devil's advocate. A.J. Green turned left instead of right. That was a miscommunication of sorts. Because if, he, if Kyler Murray throws that to his left side, Guess what? Touchdown. That's touchdown. Touchdown. That's a touchdown. So there was some slight miscommunication there. I don't know on who, but let me tell you right now, that is not entirely A.J. Green's fault. Or rather, don't play off A.J. Green like he just sort of fucked off and did nothing, right? I, I, it was a miscommunication, but I just yes. love that everyone is shitting on him. Yeah, that everyone, is. Everyone. Yeah, dude. that. Like, don't do that to AJ Kyler Murray Green. played terrible the entire game. Let's shit on yeah. AJ Green for the last part. Yeah, he didn't get the run. That was another great part. Also, too, uh, let me tell you another trade rumor going around. I do not want the Packers going after Odell Beckham Jr. You keep his ass over in Cleveland and let him ride that fucking bench. You hear me? I agree. Fuck you. I agree. You pick the and first also, game. We go to shout out to Rasul Douglas because that was a hard catch, dude. That was a hard interception, and I, no one's playing that up enough because that thing came in like a bullet, and dude juggled it and then masterfully walked it off like a fucking pro, like a fucking pro. All right, sorry, I got into my. Packers could be number one in the power rankings in my eyes. Just saying, they they they. And when this team gets healthy too, it's gonna be scary. Yeah. When this team yeah, gets I, healthy. I mean, at this point, at this point, I think it's pretty hard to shake them. They're number one in the NFC currently. If the playoffs stop right or started t- tomorrow, they would be the number one seed. So, all right. Pretty happy Keep about going. it. You let's uh, you pick the first game Sunday. Pick pick a noon game. Go for it. All right. You know we uh, we talked about them. Let's go with Steelers Browns. Steelers Browns. Let me just control F to where I have that on the page. Here it is, right here. All right. So this game sucked. Uh, to be completely honest, there was a couple we cool things. Was. Yeah, we knew this wasn't going to be a high scoring game, but it was close and it was competitive. So that kind of takes away from it. I I personally think now this would be a good time for you to apologize, maybe walk back your Najee Harris's bus take because he won them okay. this game. Yeah, yes, he did. But this is one game. And he's been pretty not, solid this year, man. He's been solid over the past couple of weeks. I will walk it back a little bit. Yes. But uh really TJ Watt also won them this game too. And the fact that they were able to hold that uh, Cleveland run team to uh, as for the absolutely small amount of yardage. I mean, what? What? It was almost nothing, right? For Cleveland uh, sa- standards, yeah. Well, I, I also, no Kareem Hunt still. True, but uh, yeah, I, I think 
that is pretty impressive as well. Uh, hear me out. Do you think that the Browns are this year's 49ers for injuries? I don't think they're the most injured team, dude. I, I don't think so. Behind who? Well, there's a couple teams. So Baltimore in their division could be argued already. You want to talk about the 49ers again, who, yes, they didn't have a good year last year because they were hurt, but they're also very banged up again this year. Uh, Seattle's very banged up. You have uh, Tennessee is super banged up. I mean, I don't think the Browns are the most banged up team. They have their quarterback. They have their running back. They have their weapons that they went and spent money on and made moves for. Their defense has Miles Garrett, who is now up to 10 and a half sacks on the year after going crazy again yesterday. This is a good team with talent. They play terribly together, and Baker Mayfield is not doing anything to make you want to pay him after this season. Give me Case Keenum. I'm telling you, he's not doing anything that wows you. He... You know, he had that play where he ran for that first down and then got all fired up and the whole crowd got fired up with him. And then they went and, like, kicked a field goal. Like, who cares? This guy doesn't do anything for your team. Odell Beckham, one target yesterday, six yards. That was the guy that you made the move for. And Baker can't get him the ball. Baker can't get him the ball. I, I... Dude, dude does not have short hands this year. He has been unreliable this entire uh, year. In fact, he's been pretty unreliable the past two years, realistically. And uh, I, again, this is why I, why I said before, sit him down. You don't need him out there. He's not a threat. They're not putting uh, double coverage on him. Like, realistically, he should be double covered uh, based off of what we have seen. I don't know if his past injuries have just been affecting him like that or what. But holy shit, was this a boring game? Nothing crazy. Nothing crazy at all. It Uh, was, uh... Also, how about the fucking rocking that uh, Pittsburgh's uh, kicker got, dude? I kick? Yeah, I was just gonna say, I have in my notes, Chris Boswell getting lit up on fake field goal equals hilarious. That's that's what I wrote down. Well, as long as he's okay. Well, he does have a concussion, so then I walked it back, because it was a super dirty hit. But in the moment, like just to light up a kicker, that's a football player's dream right there, and sitting then, there. Uh, who is it? Uh, Caleb Caleb Harvin? No, no, sorry. Uh, Percy, Percy Percy Harrison. No, Percy Har- Presley Harvin. Presley Harvin. Okay, there. That's where. It is. I was like, Percy Presley sounds Harvin. right. Yeah, but the that's different. One. Did you see that shit? Dude, he is an absolute unit. I mean, he's just huge, man. He is. Here's the thing, though. His kickoff went 30 yards. Did you see his punt that was also like 30 yards? And they went out of bounds, dude. I I can't. This That's is what I'm fun. saying. Like, when we get people who are fat and they do things in athletic moments that are unathletic, it just makes a worse – it just makes it worse. It's not better to do this. If he's not able to, don't let him, okay? Here's the, here's the thing, though. Especially when you're a punter, if your top half is built, you know what that means? Got no legs. Focusing on your bottom. Can't got no legs. On your bottom, dog. That's what I'm saying. And when you're a punter, that's what you need to do. Also, did you hear this stat that they said that uh, Her- was is it Harrison's right? That was it, Percy Harrison. Uh, no, it's Presley Harvin. Presley Harvin. 
Why I keep fucking it up. Harvin, this is the first time he has ever lined up to do field goal units. He has always done punting through like middle, high school, and college. Isn't that insane? That's insane. What a guy. Not not everyone can be cut out of high school where they have to have both guys Everything. play both. So and and do uh, safety and quarterback. Yes, because there is thirty two guys on the team and seven of them suck. So let's go to the next one. Um, should we go to? Should we get a boring Any buyers game? Or sellers on that? For the Steelers, no. Browns, no. This isn't the year for either of them. They're they're fine. Yeah. I don't think that they yeah. should sell. They should sell either one because they're pretty close. Both teams maybe. Um, both teams should just look for quarterback next year probably. Um, we'll go to, uh, we'll go to some game that wasn't very exciting, but kind of exciting because the score was close. Carolina, Atlanta. Nice. That's what I thought you were talking about, even though you gave me no inclination for that. None at all. Um, did you see Matt Ryan's hand? No. Matt Ryan's hand was so bloody after some, some guy stepped on him. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, yeah, I did see that. That was crazy. I don't know how Perfect he kept playing with it, and I don't know how Spikes, like, did that to a hand. It just wouldn't stop. His towel was completely red after. He was still just throwing the ball scared after. I don't know why the point was to let him play after that. His hand was effed up. And this started off all in the Falcons' favor. First play of the game for Carolina. Chuba Hubbard's going to put the ball on the ground inside the 30-yard line. Are you kidding me, Carolina? You know that your team is not good anymore. You cannot afford these stupid mistakes. And especially from a guy that you have to rely on during this time without McCaffrey, they are lucky to recover from that. But big plays out of, he plays for this team, Amir Abdullah. He's on the Panthers somehow. Didn't know that. Oh, I did not know that. Massive game from him. Biggest story, I think, though, from this game has to be Calvin Ridley taking a step back to focus on his mental health. He won't be playing for a couple weeks, at least probably. Uh, So hopefully everything goes well with that. But that's going to be a huge loss for Atlanta. And not that they were going to be anything scary to deal with, but a team that, like we talked about with their schedule, could very well have bullshitted their way to a playoff spot. Yeah, uh, especially being in that division because that division is weird right now. Uh, right now, Atlanta's the only team that's not in the playoff race. Uh, not in the playoffs, really, because the final seed, right, if, again, the playoffs ended today, would be Carolina, which is weird, insanely weird. Uh, also, this was Stephon Gilmore's first game, uh, and I don't know if it was just – like his presence there but they shut down matt ryan uh, matt ryan didn't do shit to this game 146 for the entire game on 20 for 27 out of 27 touchdown two interceptions get sacked three times get fucked with one hand with one hand i will be fair like his hand was so fucked he should not have been playing i don't know what happened to it but it was bad cordell patterson another touchdown that's all he does just want to hype up your boy for you right there, your MVP front runner. Did, did he? Yeah, he oh, did. Oh, he got a receiving one. Yeah, popped out. Um, and also, Hassan Reddick, another sack. 
that was also in my notes because he just does it every week still, and it's crazy. He's on the best contract in the football league right now. So Carolina dominated in every statistical category, really, outside of, you know, some sacks. And, you know, like, really, you do that, you're going to win. And uh, uh, this is another one that I did not bet on. Uh, we'll get into our splits later on, but uh, – Jesus. Sam Darnold does Fuck leave you. with a concussion at the end, though, so we're going to get a P.J. Walker sighting next week, probably. That's going to be we ugly. We got one this them. week. Yeah, Over that's, yeah, yeah, that's going to be ugly next week, his first start, I think. I am not very confident in him. Uh, what's the next game should we go on to? Do you want to go on to Sad Dan Campbell? Because I think we should talk about Sad Dan yeah, Campbell. Let's just get through this one real fast. Are the Lions uh, on 0-17 watch now, officially? Yeah. Yeah, they are. They definitely are. Like, here's the thing. Those first, what, five or six weeks, they played really good. They were close, right? And we all had some, like, glimmer of hope for them. The past two or three, though, dude, they – this is, like, the worst Lions team ever. This is not looking good. Jared Goff, the goofball, not doing anything with zero pizzazz for this team. The offense could not get the ball rolling. The defense scored just as many touchdowns for Philadelphia as they did for the Lions. Um, Jalen Hurts, though, did absolutely nothing to do this win. So that made me feel better about this as well. Stop it. Dude, he was just running around every once in a while. He didn't throw any of the passes. He was handing the ball off the entire time. They they ran the ball against the Lions. They couldn't do anything with it. They didn't care. Jalen Hurts had 71 yards on the ground, dude. Don't even give me that. He only had 103 passing, but, you know, whatever. But you didn't have to. I, I mean, look at the... the... Look at what was going on. I get They were kicking their ass. I get it. I get it. But, again, not impressed with Jalen Hurts like that. Okay, cool. Taylor Heineke can get you 71 yards rushing all the time. All the time. That's fair. He did that against the Packers. I think he did it again this week. (laughs) So... I'm really I'm really just so sad for Dan Campbell. I thought we both thought that this could be the game where they maybe break the streak and get into the win column and this was not close from the beginning. I mean, down 17 to nothing at half, then the third quarter they just ran away with it. Embarrassing performance to lose 44 to 6 at home against the Eagles. Come on, man. That that's well, here's the thing. I'm telling you right now, it's a detriment for the Lions to play at home. I think it is. I think playing at home is like playing on the road for the Lions. I think they would rather play on the road than play at the, was it the Ford Theater or whatever the fuck it's called? That's where Lincoln got yeah, shot, but... Oh, uh, and you know what? That's where this uh, Dan Campbell is going to get put down. Uh, he's going to... Is he going to finish the season? That sucks. Is he going to finish the season? Yes. Yes, because there's no reason why they bring in an interim. Like, in the NFL, you don't fire a coach early. You just don't, right? It's his first year. They'll let him go 0-17 before they fire him, I think, too. Yeah, I think he is going to be sucks. done. They they are officially on watch for that, though, because this was the game that they needed to hopefully get back into that win column. And it was just 
embarrassing. Just embarrassing for him. Um, you know, 350-yard rushers for the Eagles is a big day. That's like the first time they had that since 2001, I saw. Um, Nick Sirianni's just creepy to look at, so I also don't like watching the Eagles, man. He's just... He looks like he should not be coaching football. He looks like he should be running the concessions when he's at his son's football games on, like, Saturday mornings. That's what Nick Sirianni looks like. Also, I want to give a small shout-out to the Eagles secondary runner of Boston Scott, which is easily, like, a top-tier name. Boston Scott. I like It does roll off the tongue. It does roll off the tongue. You pick the next one. All right, let's go. Uh, let's go to the Windy City and talk about the 49ers and Bears. 49ers in the Bears. This one was good in the beginning. I actually enjoyed watching this game. This was not. This was Justin Fields looking really solid for the Bears. And uh, all things considered, like you can't be upset with how the Bears played. They kept it relatively close. They lost by 11, sure, but when you consider that their head coach is out. And uh, who the fuck did they had in uh, in his place? I forget his name. Um, it's like something irons or some shit like that. I don't know, whatever. But uh, the, the special teams coordinator was the one that came in and ran the play calling. And you know what? I actually think he did a pretty decent job. So Matt Nagy, you can just sort of stay home, like leave the dude, uh, like to coach this team. Chris Tabor. Chris Tabor was his Chris name. Chris Tabor. That's it. Chris Tabor. Yeah, uh, yeah. But you gotta also think if the Bears weren't going to win this one, how is the rest of their season gonna go? Because this was Justin Fields was on his game. I mean, he played very well. He ran the ball very effectively. He had that crazy fourth down scramble that I was watching live when it happened. It was electric to say the least. And. It seemed like he was on the money with a lot of his throws. He wasn't making too many crazy plays. He threw the interception at the end. That was garbage time. He had to just throw it up, so whatever. But Debo Samuel, dude, was massive this game. Elijah Mitchell also, too. Like, all he could do was find, like, open gaps and just kept running. He just kept running, and you had some, like, corny run forest run shit going on on Twitter. And uh, I think that kind of sparked some love for him. 470 yards offense was the most this season so far for the 49ers. 819 yards for Debo Samuel through the first seven games is the most by a 49er in franchise history over Jerry Rice. I I really think you got to be embarrassed of your defense, Chicago, because this is what you pride yourselves on. And you guys find a way to... Make the excuse for your offense, your quarterback, whatever it may be. This was the game you needed to win to stay in this league right now. Because Minnesota is a very competitive team. Way more competitive than Chicago, I think, right now. This is this is very scary, I think, if you're a Chicago fan. I mean, why should you be scared? Your season's done with, dude. The Bears are over with. You have nothing to look forward to. And, uh, yeah, I think you just sort of sit at home, really, because, um, I, mean, I mean, what else do you, do you look forward to? Justin Fields getting murdered every week? I I don't know. I don't know. Matt Nagy, I don't think this hurts him because he wasn't coaching. Uh, I will say that. It absolutely hurts him. You it think absolutely it... hurts him because 
this is not a good team. And one of the reasons it's not a good team is because of Matt Nagy. I agree. And, uh, and, and what their whomever their GM is, I, uh, it's escaping me right now. Oh, Ryan Pace. Uh, so if you're Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy, I've already like said you should be worried because you are on the hot seat. And uh, fuck, I, to me, San Francisco is super impressive. This was the San Francisco I was expecting when the Packers played them earlier this year. Um, and uh, for some reason, they didn't show up. Uh, but whatever. Jimmy Garoppolo, 322 yards. Yeah, you had Elijah Mitchell. Uh, just absolutely killing it. 18 attempts for 137 yards. Like, holy fuck. It was a good day for him. Good day for him. Kyle Shanahan, I think, saved his job maybe today. Or not today, that game. He wasn't going anywhere. Stop it. Dude, rough year last year. Rough year this year so far. I know the injuries, but still, rough year. Rough year in a row. Yeah. Maybe a little hot. Seat was maybe warm. It was maybe warm. That's all I'm saying. Next game, let's go into, how about we take a trip to Los Angeles? Talk about that one. L.A. Rams take on the Texans. An absolute ass whooping. I would love to say this was like perfect scheduling game for the Rams to get like that college football cupcake team in the middle of the season, you know? Yeah. And just kick the shit out of them like when... Alabama plays the Citadel or something like that. And big news for LA Rams after this game just happened today. Them getting Von Miller to bolster that defense. Threw away another two second day picks, a second and a third round pick to send over yeah. to Denver. They are just playing Madden in real life, sending their draft and picks Miller's for players. He, he's, he's finding his old form. So that's a, a, an absolutely scary team. That's a scary defense. Uh, everyone should be terrified. You should also note that Cooper Cup is continuing to go absolutely stupid and is on pace for about 160 catches, 2,000 yards, 20 touchdowns for the year in a 17-game season, mind you. But absolutely insane production from this guy right now. Has more fantasy points this year already than he did last year in eight games. Houston now. We have a problem. That one I did mean to do, okay? After the third quarter, after the third quarter, don't count the fourth quarter because they ended up scoring. In their last 11 quarters, after the third quarter, they were outscored 100 to 8. Yeah, that's, um... Oh my god! 100 to 8? Yep. And you, you know what? We should just throw out that fourth quarter. Can we throw out that fourth quarter? It didn't matter. It didn't matter at all. Okay, good. Because that means I would have hit on my 21-point bet. It does Uh, not matter in the sense of that real-life aspect in our bet. It is so crucial because... I had it. I was on... When do... I can't remember when we started it. Like, week three? I was on a five-point... A five-week run of this shit. And I fucking had it, dude. They were up 38 to nothing. How many times did you pick Houston during that run? I only picked them twice. Five of their last seven games, they've been double-digit underdogs, and every single time it's covered. I've only I've only picked them twice. I, I just want to throw that out there. So I will say, and I picked them the past two weeks in a row. So 
Uh, I will say that. But, uh, look, you got to give me some love, man. I Oh, sorry, I take it back three times because Buffalo. Mm. So three for two. Okay, okay, okay. That's uh, my bad. Uh, but we've been doing this since week four, and I almost hit on it. I just want to say that was pretty impressive, right? Give me some love. For picking the Texans every week because they are the worst team in the NFL. A huge day from Matt Stafford. It was easy. Three touchdowns. Like I said, Cooper Cup is insane. Van Jefferson has been a great second option for him this year, too. Super scary defense now after having Aaron Donald now adds Von Miller and Jalen Ramsey still leading the secondary. Leonard Floyd as well had two sacks. This this is going to be a scary team, and all of this is to try to beat Tom Brady. That's crazy. I'm, I'm excited about the Rams. I would say they're probably my number three team in the power ranking. I think you can put... Well, I think the top three has to have uh, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, and LA in some capacity. I know Tampa just lost. We'll talk about them next. They're still legit. Stop it. So so here is like the real thing that kind of came out of the Houston Texans loss is afterwards they talked about the trade deadline and uh, potentially moving pieces. And one of the names is, that is a regular to this uh, this tale, I guess, is Brandon Cooks, in which Houston said, we do not plan on trading him. This is a player that we want to build around. What the fuck? I'm sorry, I was sending a text. Who's the player they want to build around? Brandon Cooks. Oh, yeah, in Houston. Why? First of all, do you know how old Brandon Cooks is? I would say the first number that came to my head was 29. Oh, he's 28. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to lie. When I when This morning uh, when I was talking about him, I thought he was 33. Yeah, I so, thought he was old. I thought he was older. I wouldn't lie. And you know why that is? It's because dude just gets passed around like the fucking gravy boat at Thanksgiving dinner. Like, he has been all over this fucking place. He also does not want to be there. He was re- uh, recently tweeting when Mark Ingram got traded last week. Uh, it, it was like, this is some bullshit. He doesn't want to be there. And yet they're like, oh, we'll keep him. <laughs> uh, so why? Get rid of him. Get some fucking assets and make your team somewhat competitive because you fucking suck. And after you're probably not going to trade Deshaun Watson now either. Um, you definitely no, got to be an off season. Yeah, you got to figure something out. So let's move also, on to. Also, I'm still going to say that the Texans are better than the Lions. <sighs> that's gonna be a that's a good game. I really wish we would have saw that this year. We should just I'm, set it I'm up. Just saying. Uh, we'll move on to the team I spoiled: Saints versus Buccaneers. All right. Uh... This was an incredible surprise for the day. Now a lot of people were excited about the saints in the betting aspect versus the buccaneers i also don't think they were expecting trevor simeon to play most of this game for the saints but holy shit now especially uh james is done dude he's out for the season it's gonna be trevor simeon the rest of the year that's crazy in fact we had a we had three games in which we had backup quarterbacks in action and not only that, but three fucking games with three fucking backup quarterbacks getting the fucking win, dude. This is an insane weekend. It was a great weekend for sports. 
one of the most exciting moments I had all Sunday was when Trevor Simeon threw it and completed it to Kevin White. What? Kevin White is in the NFL still? Didn't even know that. Shout out the Bears for that draft bust. Holy hell. He's still playing? Yeah. He 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 caught the biggest pass of the day. Yeah, well, Kevin White is such a, a like a blase name. There's only one player that I can think of that might have a more blase name. We'll get to him later. Uh, but I, I would have thought that was someone else named Kevin. No, that was the Kevin White. Seventh round pick in whatever year that was. Bears. No, no, that's a first round pick. Oh, I meant seventh overall pick. Yeah. Sorry, uh, I said seventh yeah, round. Insane. Yeah, did not know he was still in there. Trevor Simeon balling out, going toe-to-toe with Tom Brady. Saints defense looks really good. Picked off Tom Brady twice. The Buccaneers still scare me more than anyone else. I, I'm telling you, this Saints team at 5-2 and two reeks of fraud now with Trevor Simeon covering for the rest of the year. Whoa, whoa. I won't say they're frauds. Uh, I will say that they are not going to live up to their record. Absolutely not. Yeah, they're going to... They're 5-2. Gonna... They can't be frauds at 5-2. and two. I'm just saying. Uh, uh, yeah, that's why they are frauds, because I think by the end of the year they're going to suck. Right now, they are currently leading the NFC South. Even with uh, Jameis Winston, I still didn't think this team... This J-Bone. team reeks of fraud. This, the Steelers were like 12-0, and 0 and everyone knew they were frauds. Everyone knew that last year. Everyone. Yeah, this is pretty wild. Same it's... thing. Same thing. Tom Brady also threw a touchdown pass to Surreal Grayson. Uh, have you heard that name before? No. No. Yeah, that's because he was a track athlete at LSU. Didn't even play college football, and now he's got a touchdown pass from Tom Brady in his career. Get it! That's insane. Shout out to him. Saints, though, do get the win. Winning by two possessions, too. Kind of a convincing one over the Buccaneers. I don't think it's anything to worry about. Like I said, Tom Brady still looks crazy good. 375 yards, four touchdowns. Chris Godwin, all he does is get open. Mike Evans had a little bit of a slow day, but he still caught a big touchdown pass from Brady. I'm not worried about Tampa Bay at all losing this game. That Yeah, that's fair. Um, also, I love that you called him Surreal because his name is Cyril. Hilarious. I mean... It's potato, potato, right? <laughs> How many times have you eaten a potato? Never. Yeah, exactly. All right, keep going. Next game. Football team versus Denver. Oh, um, fuck the football team, dude. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand that team. I'm going to tell you right now, I think Taylor Heineke has to be the most annoying player to play in the NFL currently right now. Right now. Because... Especially because he plays so good. But he's not good. Uh, Yeah, that's fair. But he's competitive, and he carries a lot of unnecessary swag. I mean, just always is hyped up when he makes a big play, and he gets the whole place fired up. But he just doesn't make good plays very often, other than on his feet for, like, 10-yard runs. I I did like that fourth and one 
uh, opportunity that Taylor Heineke threw an interception with. That was great. Dude. Uh, especially inside the 20. Nice job, Heineke. I... Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. I would tell you right now, though, that this is maybe the defense we were expecting from Washington. I know that... Denver's O-line isn't necessarily top of the line and their offense especially either, but Washington football team looked like they were definitely getting in there and that front seven was increasing the pressure on Teddy Bridgewater and the Broncos. The end of the game to get that crazy fumble on the last possession with like 30 seconds left when all you have to do is run the clock out and get their last time out and you can punt at least. Chase Young gets the craziest strip fumble of the season so far. And then Taylor Heineke can't get you 20 yards. So it doesn't matter. Two blocked kicks in this game also on Washington football team. That's now three in the last two weeks. This guy, this poor kicker. uh, What's his name? Chris Blewett, I think. Uh, I don't have it in front of me. But that that, that name rings in my ears. His first four kicks, three of them have been blocked in his career. Oh. What a poor start to your career. That sucks. That sucks. Well, now now we'll just wait and see if any of these teams decide to give away a little bit more in the trading deadline. Uh, uh, let's just move on to the next one. Seattle and Jacksonville. Real quick, I have no proof, but I also want to say that I think Washington football team is the luckiest at recovering fumbles this season. I just want to put that out there. I have no proof, but Stats. every time Stats they that are real. every time I watch, they recover the ball. Every time, regardless if they're on offense or defense, I'm saying like they only recover the fumbles. They have great, great eye for the ball when it's on the ground. What was the game you said? Uh, Seattle and Jacksonville. Seattle and Jacksonville. We really stopped talking about that one to come talk to this one. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get it in, in and out, man. Dude, all you need to know is that it's fucking Geno Smith game and he's gonna do what he wants to do this is statistically geno smith's best career game 14 of 14 14 straight completions 
absolute madmen. Absolute madmen for him. I think I had something on Twitter I wanted to look up for this game that I had in my likes for it. Um, Lockett going, uh, catching 12 passes for 142 yards. Seahawks defense, which was on pace to give up more yards than any other team in NFL history, surrendered only just one touchdown. And then, that didn't even happen until it was like basically garbage time, dude. Yeah, and then the funniest play I've seen in a long time happening right after they score that touchdown is when they're already getting their ass kicked. With a minute left, down 17, Travis Homer takes the onside kickback for a touchdown. Ha! Ha! Geno Smith was number five on Pro Football Focus's highest graded QBs in Week 8, 79.6. Higher than Aaron Rodgers, not in the top 10 on this list. The top five, Sam Darnold, Matt Stafford, Jalen Hurts, Jimmy Garoppolo, Geno Smith. Who's that? Who's that, Jalen Hurts? I didn't Hurts. hear that at all. Didn't hear it. Didn't Jalen hear it. Hurts. Losing James Robinson might lead to Trevor Lawrence breaking all kinds of records, though, I think, this season, because he is just slinging that bitch. Just the second time this season already, he's thrown for over 50 passes, and I think the fourth time, he's thrown for over 40 passes. And, and what good did that do them? He, they got seven points. I, I'm just saying, this game's dumb. Let's keep going. Next, Patriots, Chargers. Um, Fuck, dude. What's going on with the Chargers, man? I, I, I have a I have something here for Justin Herbert. Uh, Justin Herbert said that they were expecting a lot more man coverage, but the Patriots played more zone. Specifically cited New England played playing more cover two compared to what he saw in previous matchups. Herbert added that New England did a good job disguising their coverage. Uh, yeah, Bill Belichick was just not going to lose to a rookie. So he literally... He's probably been planning for the second last 17 player, weeks. Second-year player. Right, but still young quarterback. That's that's the point. And he's probably been planning for a year now since he last played Justin Herbert that I'm going to throw all this at him this week, and then I'm going to do this until then so that when I play him, I'm going to do something completely different. Just that's how I imagine. That was my Bill Belichick guy. impression. That was pretty good, right? That was awful. That was pretty good Bill Belichick impression. No, it was closer to Mike Budenholzer than Bill Belichick. Regardless, just absolutely confused Justin Herbert. A terrible game from him. He's now got two touchdowns, four interceptions against the Patriots in his first two games against them. Just 430 yards, so no big days out of him either. Adrian Phillips. Don't forget the pick six, too. Yeah, pick six. Adrian Phillips. I was just on my way to say it. Big day for him on defense. Two picks. One of them went back to the house. Uh, yeah, I, um, I, I need, I, I need Justin Herbert to, like, change up his game, because... You did say you'd rather have him than Patrick Mahomes a couple weeks ago. Well, back when they were, uh, playing, well, first of all, Patrick Mahomes doesn't look very good, uh, still. Well, how's he and doing, how's he doing right now? We're recording during Monday Night Football, I haven't even been checking half in. It is halftime, it is 14-10 Chiefs. Tyreek Hill have two touchdowns. That would be bad. Uh, no. He has one. But something Gore. Who's that? D Gore? I don't know who that is. God, I am Derek, down by two Derek points. Gores. I am down by two points in fantasy. Tyreek Hill's having a big half. He needs to have another big half. He Admiral switched out Patrick. he switched out Devontae Booker uh for Sterling Shepard right at the last second, and that's costing him seven points. So 
big moves on my end right here. I'm still undefeated in that league. Patrick Mahomes has a 60.3 QB rating. Anyway, let's go back to this Patriots-Chargers game. Do you think that the Patriots could squeak out a playoff berth right now? Because their schedule is pretty favorable coming up here. They're going to have... We'll just have to wait and see. They're going to have the... The Browns are going to fall out of favor in this this running real fast. Uh, We'll we'll have to wait and see. I'm worried about the Titans. We'll get to that moment, I think, next. Because uh, that's a huge, yes, uh, a huge story yes. this weekend. Um, Patriots uh, have got the to... Panthers. They have the Browns. They have the Falcons. They have the Titans. They got to play the Bills twice, but they also have the Colts, Jaguars, and Dolphins. They could very well sneak into the playoff spot. That was every game they played. Yeah, I, I, look, the bigger thing is the fucking Chargers. All right, listen here, fucking Justin Herbert needs to fix his shit because he is playing like garbage right now and it it is showing to the rest of the team Uh, you know when he plays good the rest of the team plays good he plays like trash the rest of the team fails you miserably so uh, at this point you better like get your shit together herbert because otherwise i'm going to change your name to justin herpes Mm. that shit spreads Nice. That was great. I'm going to applaud you on that one. That was good. I like that. That was nice. Colts and Titans. This was an absolute barn burner. Uh, Going into overtime, Titans sneak it out, but really they take the biggest loss of the day. Obviously biggest story now. Derrick Henry is going to be done for the season. I think that should translate to the Titans might be done for the season. Well, they have something going for them, and that's they play in the NFC South. So they'll get into AFC. the playoffs. Sorry, that's what I meant, the AFC South. They'll get into the playoffs. Look, I had no concern going into this game at all. And even when it got to overtime, I still had no concern because the fucking Colts have Carson Wentz, who is trash. He is garbage. He is an abysmal quarterback. And even when he has good moments, because that first half, he was playing pretty damn phenomenally. And then the second half and overtime happened, and he played like shit. Carson Wentz now, um, I I had this one saved up as well. This is now his uh, 14th multi-interception game in the last six years. Remember, he's been hurt for a lot of those as well. He is just struggling uh, still i think he had a couple of good weeks um they were favored in the game the colts and that just sounded dumb yeah they won their last two games against the 49ers and the texans and they played the ravens really well on monday night remember that but i don't know how that was enough for people to think that they would beat the titans and now we didn't expect derrick henry to get hurt and it didn't matter the titans still did it without him uh very he, he, I, I think I low-key jinxed him last week where I said he gets the ball every time and he doesn't get hurt. And they gave him the ball every time and he finally got we hurt. We you to blame. That was tough. I, I'm, I think now, did you see who the Titans picked up today? Hell yeah, I was just about to say, there is some joy to come out of this. We get some Adrian Peterson action. I'm pretty excited for that. I, I'm curious to see how it is. I, I don't know if he's going to be any good. He probably won't be, but 
any little sighting of Adrian Peterson. The only thing that could have been better was Frank Gore getting signed by them. But okay, I'll take Adrian Peterson. Signed? No, Frank Gore is in free agency, man. He he has uh, he's not retired though. He's ready to play whenever. Whenever. Someone get him up. Titans oh, yeah, win in overtime over the Colts. Um, those shadows should be illegal in Indy when they play a football game during the day. They they have to either close the roof. They they have to close the roof. That's bullshit. I mean, it's like so impossible to keep track of the ball with those shadows everywhere. That's my last take on that one. Yeah. Uh, moving on. What games do we have left? Uh, we'll finish out here. Dolphins, Bills, go to the AFC East. Dolphins are a very sad football team to watch this year, just too. This is increasingly painful to watch. Brian Flores, his offense this year, with Tua at the helm, remember. Uh, here are their rankings, respectfully. It is um, 30th in total offense. They are as well uh, 30th in yards per game and 28th in points per game. And 30th in time of possession. I, I don't know why we keep talking about this. There's really only one thing that needs to be said about this game, too. That Dolphins team is bad. And Terrible. And really, all they have are Devontae Parker and Xavier Howard. And the chances that one of them gets dealt are very high going into next year, if not both of them. Also, Tua is trash. Absolute garbage. Dumpster what fire. Yeah, they're fucking bad, dude. They're so fucking bad. Josh Allen is not bad, though. Becomes the first player to ever throw multiple TD passes in his first eight games versus a single opponent. He also ran one in. That's his 28th rushing touchdown, which is tied with Cam Newton for the most through their first 50 career starts. Josh Allen's got to be heavy MVP candidate now, too, in the AFC because the Bills look yep. like the team to beat. He's just a big, strong guy that's really fun to watch because he can throw the ball a mile, and he's way more athletic than I still think people credit to his game. Like, they know he can run the ball a little bit and gets touchdowns, but he's fast. He's really mobile, and it's a huge part of Josh Allen's game, even in the passing game with him rolling out and just fucking slinging it from outside the pocket. Bills are so fun to watch. I think I got one question about this game, not related to the Bills. When does Jacoby Brissett just take over for Tua? I mean, it's coming, it's right? Just give it to him ne- next week. I-, I already said that once he came in the first time. I uh, I already said that they should just leave him. But you know, fuck you, Miami. And uh, now I think I am starting to get onto this Brian Flores getting axed. It's coming. Uh, it's coming because this sucks. Well, we got to move on to this game. This has got to be the best story of the week. It's our last games from the day games before we head to Sunday night. Jets. Is it really? Yes. Jets, Bengals. And holy shit, Mike fucking White. 400 yards in his first start. The first Jets quarterback to do this since Vinny fucking Testaverde. What a name. I mean, he'll never escape the NFL. He was in it for way too long. I fucking love getting a stat that relates back to Vinny Testaverde because it's, it's like, it's like, it's like, uh, the, what is it like? 
six things to Kevin Bacon or whatever. It's like six you can degrees. do that six, six degrees, degrees of separation. From, yes. Uh, yeah. You can do the same thing in the NFL with Vinny Testaverde. I swear to That's God. That's entirely fair. Yes, he just always happens to pop up. Zach Wilson through his first six starts, one in five, four passing touchdowns. Mike White, one start, one and zero, oh, three passing touchdowns. Give me some more Mike White. Dude, that's the most plain name, right? After Kevin White? Yes. Yes. Yes, that was the one. Mike White. Oh, my God. He caught a Philly special two-point conversion, too, after he threw a touchdown pass. This was full-on let's go into him. He threw two picks, okay, but he threw 45 passes. I think he completed, like, 37 of them. I don't have it in front of me. The real joke was people talking about – um, like how the the Bengals dressed up as like the 2019 Bengals. That was great. Mm. Five straight scoring drives to end the ha- to end the game, including 14 points in the last minute frame. Uh, uh, in a minute frame, in like the three to four minute mark, I think it was in the fourth quarter. And another big takeaway from this is Joe Burrow just throws terrible interceptions. Whenever he throws them. They are terribly timed. It is so bad, and yeah. I, I hate that it pains me because I like Joe Burrow. He throws the worst interceptions in the NFL when they need to be thrown. Yeah. They are terribly timed. He threw away the game pretty much. Jamar Chase was super limited in the game. He caught a touchdown pass, but it was a close one in the red zone. He now has seven touchdown passes, all other rookies combined for six on the season. He's balling out. He's obviously rookie of the year, I think, right now on the offensive side. But this game just shows you it's uh, one of those Evan, any given Sunday games. And Mike White, I am so cool with losing my 21-point bet if Mike White is the reason why I lose it. I, you know what? I, I, I agree. I'm totally fair with that. I was really hoping for the Bengals because I, I wanted to see them win. I wanted to see them stay atop of the NFC or goddammit AFC uh and unfortunately we can't have nice things in this year's NFL so uh it, but if it had to like if there had to be a way to lose this was a pretty fucking good way to lose I will also say relating to our buy sell of the week the Jets were buyers and got Joe Flacco last week right who now now, do you bring in Joe Flacco going forward? Absolutely not. Mike White is the whole way now. Yeah, Absolutely Mike not. White. But here's the here's the tweet. So, um, former Ravens quarterback Joe Flacco will now wear number 19 for the Jets this season. Okay? And uh, this got Ravens Twitter all sorts of heated. The, my favorite tweet uh, from the week was, when Joe Flacco walks through that door, you take off your number five jersey and you hand it to him. This is so disrespectful to a legend, a champion, and a Super Bowl MVP. Sounds right to me. Joe Flacco wearing 19 is going to look so ugly. But he's not going to play, so it doesn't matter. But it definitely hurts Ravens Twitter. Suit up. That's enough. Sunday night. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Vikings-Cowboys. This was a really fun Sunday night game, I think, to watch. Um, Dak Prescott not playing in a late game decision, late week decision. What yeah, did he, end, what did he end up sitting out for? I didn't even know. I don't know either. I didn't 
really see. All I cared was we had like the most perfect backup quarterback name ever in Cooper Rush. This was the first time in yes. NFL history. I was going to say this that a yes. first name passer and a last name receiver have connected on a touchdown pass and they have matched names. Or just first name first name, last name uh similarity altogether. No. Not even just That's not true. Why? Because last year the Cowboys did it with a last name passer and a first name receiver. When oh. Cooper Rush and, Am- and Amari Cooper did it, right? Last year, Andy Dalton and Dalton Schultz connected. Oh shit. Dude, Cowboys mastered it. They have they're both legends. records. This First is why team. America's team. Cooper Rush is going to be in the Hall of Fame now for this. I mean, his name will be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> it will. But definitely in the record books. Yes. Definitely in the record. Definitely. The big story though, other than Cooper Rush leading it, Xavier Woods' revenge game was trying to keep him in this. A pick and a forced fumble that he got the sack on before. Trayvon Diggs was locking down Justin Jefferson, though. Two catches, 23 yards. He didn't get a pick, though. And he got hurt at the end, so that might scare me a little bit. Uh... Kirk Cousins at night should have knew. He's now 2-8 and eight versus Dallas all time. Where do you think? Do you think Minnesota can still squeak out? playoff berth at the end of the year mm, i'm gonna say no i think they're pretty fucked and, and especially uh man it it is working out so well for the packers this year uh especially this past week all three teams just losing in the nfc north holy fucking shit dude packers have more wins than the rest of the division combined dallas cowboys how do you feel about them do you think they're a super bowl contender absolutely Yes, you do. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, there are there are four really good teams. In fact, I, I'll I'm gonna step it up to five teams. Okay, five teams in the uh, NFC that can legitimately, you know, play some games. You have the fucking Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You have the the. Um, What's it called? The Dallas Cowboys. You have the Green Bay Packers. You have the L.A. Rams. You have the Arizona Cardinals. I think that's a good list. I think they. I think all of those teams are competitive, and I'm. I'm excited. This is. This seems like the best we've seen the NFL in a long time. Definitely the NFC. Definitely the NFC. The AFC has been the powerhouse conference. I think for a lot of this time, for. Most of my lifetime, at least. Yeah, and that's that's just because of fucking Pat Mahomes, dude. And Tom Brady. And Tom Brady. Yeah, that too. That'll also help. And then we got to go to. Should we just talk about Monday night? We have a we have a decent amount of time left, I think. Let me see what we got working with. I. Uh, uh no. No, sure. you don't want to talk about Monday night. night. I mean, the. I just won fantasy because Sterling Shepard got hurt, and I'm up by half a point, so I'm still undefeated. Do Thank you, you Tyree Kill. Into this? I had Tyree Kill going into this. I had Tyree Kill. That was all that right. was all I had. He had to he had to come up for me, and Sterling Shepard's out for the rest of the game. He put up twenty one points. Shout out Tyree Kill. Uh, and we're in the third quarter still, but it's fourteen ten, so not over by any means. And any if Tyree Kill stretch. like caught like a negative seven yard pass, he would fuck me. So let's hope he doesn't do that. 
God, wait for this. <laughs> um, here, let's. We got some time. I'll go into the quick hits. All right, let's get into some quick hits. Hold on, we we haven't done our picks. Holy shit, we haven't done our picks. That's what I was missing. I was like, why do we have so much time left? We have to do yeah. our picks. Yeah, what the fuck are you trying to do? Sorry, I'm fucking up. I was so excited. That's all I was. All right, hold on, hold on. All right, let me get a piece of paper because I didn't type them up, so I'm gonna have to. Like I normally do. I, I'm going to write them down and then type them in my, my shit later. All right. We got games, baby. First off, it's Thursdays. It's the Jets versus the Colts. Jets and Colts, man. Is Mike White starting? Uh, I sure as hell hope so. Oh, dude. I can't take the Jets. I mean, it was they're going to be coming off such a big high from this game. I think Carson Wentz, they just played the Titans really hard. They're going to come back and probably handle the jets yeah it's colts at home too uh i think the colts played super fucking hard uh and you're right i i for as big of a fucking wing as the jets had i just don't see them like going anymore no i don't think so i mike white was fun while it lasted but it's mike white all right next up it's the buffalo bills versus the jacksonville jaguars buffalo bills jacksonville jaguars i'm gonna take my 21 pointer right here just gonna slide that in slide that in before you get it all right and i'll take you know what i I just want to tell you right now i will take the jaguars to beat the the bills i'm kidding i'm kidding bills bills oh god i started to write it too uh yeah uh i just also want to say i have always gone second for this uh just going to throw that love out there. You were going to pick this uh, team, and you already picked the Bills once this year, and I haven't picked them yet. So that was more fair for me to do it. Fine. Fine. Totally fine. Uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, this is going to be a good game. And uh, by good game, I mean the Bills are going to squash them. All uh, right, next up, it's the Denver Broncos and Dallas Cowboys. Oof. Big battle of defenses, maybe. But now no Von Miller on the Broncos side. Teddy Bridgewater, if you watch him, he just – times the game very terribly it looks like he has really good first plays of the drive and then ends up getting like a sack to get him out of field goal range this is going to be a field day for probably dallas i would consider this a 21 point game maybe even two but i'll take dallas no i'm taking Dallas too i the only reason why i'm not going to do that is because i just don't know what they're going to do with uh dak prescott Mm -hmm. and as impressive as cooper rush is or was yesterday, I can't trust them. I can't. I, I don't have enough, uh, you know, evidence to go off of for me to be like, Cooper Rush, 21 points, let's go. Uh, so, no, I got to go with Dallas. But I, I do have plenty of other options going forward. Next up, it's the Browns and the Bengals. Browns and Bengals, man. I think that, again, this is going to be a field day for mm, the Bengals again. Because the Bengals shouldn't have lost to the Jets, and they could have very well, they should have 21-pointed them. Come on, let's be real. The Jets are really doing that to the Bengals. I'm going to take the Bengals. I trusted them last week. I think they'll get it done against the Browns, who are very beaten up in your eyes, but I just think lack talent and communication from the quarterback position. So give me the Bengals. Yeah, it's the Bengals for me, too. Um, I I don't think they're going to run all over the Browns, but I think the Bengals are going to have a comeback game. The Browns are spiraling. They're going on the road to, to Cincinnati, where 
I don't think they have necessarily the best track record. Give me the Bengals. Give me Joe Burrow getting at least three touchdown passes. I think he's going to do well there. All right, next up it's Atlanta versus New Orleans. Dude, with Trevor Simeon, this could be a very interesting game, but I think that Oh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to take the Falcons because I think you might take the Saints because I know you're a big Saints guy. And they still have a very good defense that could very well shut down Atlanta. I'm not very confident in it, but I got to make up some wins. Don't forget that still, that too. Is true. That so is I'm going to take both, Atlanta. We both went 6-9. Uh, and nine. Nice. Nice. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, your big blowout bet kind of set you back. So you didn't make up any ground this week. And I could have just got a game at least. But I'm going to make it yeah. up. You know what? It wasn't working terribly for me. So No, no, no. In fact, you were 3-2 and two on the overall splits. So you were doing good. Uh, I, like I said, unfortunately, though, that just kind of offset you. So that fucked you over big. Let's go, uh, with, let's go with Atlanta. I'll take Atlanta to shock the Saints. Yeah, uh, I'll take the Saints then. I'll give you some opportunity. The Saints are a better team, even with... Trevor Simeon, especially if Calvin really is going to decide to take some time off. Uh, Cordell Patterson. And uh, this past game was a perfectly executed game on how to shut Kyle Pitts down. So uh, New Orleans can use that going forward, and uh, then we'll kind of wait and see what's up with that. All right. uh, Next up, it's the Patriots and the Panthers. This is... This is Bill Belichick's game, baby. Mac Jones, just get the job done. I'm, I took Carolina last week, I think, but I don't want to take them again, especially not against Bill Belichick. Sam Darnold versus Bill Belichick has not been good, as we've seen before. I'm going to take Bill Belichick and the Patriots. I think you got to. I think Mac Jones is really playing like uh, a fucking monster, man. And uh, I, I, I think this is that... This is a game for him to kind of throw all over Carolina again. Though, this is a Stephon Gilmore revenge game. Mm. So, maybe you never know. Revenge games. We love revenge games on Down the Wire. We do. Yep. We need a t-shirt that just says revenge games. Yes. Uh, Yeah, we're going to do that. All right. Super nervous on this game. Las Vegas Raiders and New York Giants. That was sarcasm? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, let's go Raiders. Gotta be the Raiders. Uh, and... Over, under, Derek Carr, 310 yards? Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, I'll take the over on that. I'll I would take, take it over. as well. I would, too. Yeah, I don't think Josh Jacobs... Now, really, I'm having some a conundrum, though, on if I want this to be my 21-bet game. Um, because I... I I could easily see the Raiders doing that. <sighs> That's on all you. Right, right. Can, can I pick later? Can I can I think on this a little bit? Because I have one other game that I am highly considering. As long as you make it in that game, that's okay. All right, all right, yeah. Uh, all right, so I'm gonna we're gonna just hold off on that because I I, I want to play this out. All right, next up, it's uh, the Houston Texans and Miami Dolphins, which is the game that no one will watch on this podcast. Holy shit, this is a bad one, huh? One in, This is a 2-14 between the two of them. Um, 
Man, who do you trust? If Jacoby Brissett's playing, I want to take the Dolphins. But if Tua's playing, I want to take the Texans. Uh, do we know? <laughs> it's probably going to be Tua. I'm going to take the Texans. Fuck it. I was going to take the Texans too. God damn it. This is, uh, this is a perfect game for the Texans to get a second win. Right? Second win? Or do they have three? No, they have they have one. Oh, sorry. Do would they have two is what I meant. Um, yeah, all right. I want – I think the Houston Texans are going to get a win. I, I know that might seem insane. Also, if the Dolphins do end up trading some assets, you know, that will be a huge thing too. We'll kind of have to wait and see. All right, Minnesota Vikings at Baltimore Ravens. This is going to be a good one for Minnesota, I think. they If it's a noon game especially, Kirk is going to show up. You already know that. It is a – it is a noon game. Yeah, this is very dangerous territory, I think, for the Ravens. They should be careful about this one. I don't know if they're going to lose to him. Daniil Hunter just tore his peck. He'll be out for the year. That's a big loss on the edge. A lot of speed to help contain Lamar Jackson. I'm going to take the Ravens. Oh, well, shit. You were playing it up like you were about to take an upset here. Uh, no, I'm taking the Ravens, too. The Ravens are, just had a bye week. They're going to be freshly rested and not having to deal with, like you said, Daniela Hunter, who is a big threat on the defense. But be careful. Uh, this one very well could see the Vikings winning this game off of something as well. That is fair. That is fair. Next up, it's the Chargers and Eagles. Um, you better hope your boy Justin Herbert comes to play. And this would be a great game for him to just pad his stats again, get back on schedule. I don't know if it's justified, but I'll pick the Chargers to win this one. See, and this is my one that uh, I could pick for a blowout game. I, except, man, dude, he has been bad lately. And uh, that, to me, scares me. So I think I'm going to take the Chargers, but I'm going to go big. I'm going to take my bet on the Raiders over the Giants. Uh, so that way I'm able to kind of play up with you okay all right sounds I'm gonna, good i'm going to take this well let me just make sure i make note d plus 21 and you had buff and jacks t plus 21 all right you know this might be the way i go for like go doing this for because it's way easier to write this up and uh yeah all right never mind okay that's that's, that's all leave my logistics out of this all right right Sorry. I've heard you do this exact same thing. Uh, next up is Arizona Cardinals and 49ers. Cardinals coming off a loss, playing one of their worst football games, their worst football game of the season, for sure. They are uh, going to have to bounce back with Cliff Kingsbury. I think they'll get it done. Definitely the better team. Give me Kyler Murray to bounce back and take a W here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, this is a game, though, that I, I would be concerned about if you're the Cardinals. I, I can easily see the 49ers winning this one. and Division uh, games are always harder. Yeah, I, you know what? I'll give you some, some breathing room. I'm going to take the 49ers. Okay. I'm going to try okay. to, to give some love and play some parody here. I think the 49ers can eke out a win. Yeah, especially with the way that they played against a pretty tough uh, Bears defense, you know, and yeah, yeah, I'm just going to go with the 49ers. I'm, like I said, I'm going to give you some room to breathe. I'll take and it. And our last game, uh, Sunday night, it's Titans and Rams. 
Titans and Rams. I think that this is going to be pretty bad game for Tennessee to be on Sunday night. Um, they don't get their best player. The Rams have a loaded offense and defense. They are a top-tier team in the NFL. I want to almost take my 21-pointer on this. I think it's going to be an ugly Sunday night game, too. I'm taking the Rams. That'd be a good one to pick. Uh, I, I agree. It's the Rams all the way. They're not going to be able to keep up with L.A. And Von Miller will be fully prepared for this game. Granted, so will Adrian Peterson. Maybe that proves to be hey, somewhat helpful. Over but... under 45 yards. Ooh. It's going to be under. It's going to be week one, uh, like week one for Adrian. Uh, I, I don't think he'll be ready. Yeah, he might not even get a lot of touches. Yeah, uh, I he's going to have to get into game shape, especially at running back. You know what I mean? He's one of the best at it, though. Yep, and... Uh, not that it matters that we're not calling it, but it's Bears Steelers on Monday night. Ooh, bad. Did, did we do it? All right. We didn't pick the Packer game. Uh, that's because the Packers are off. Aren't they? Oh no, you're right. No, I did. I missed. Uh, glanced over at on accident. They're playing the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that because I was trying to go through in uh, chronological order, and Bleacher Report puts them uh, first because they're one of my teams. Oh, okay. Yes, it's it's uh, Packers at Chiefs. Dude, give me the Packers. Let's go. 500 points. Aaron Rodgers. Let's go for it. And look, I am taking the Packers as well. This is not because uh, of bias. Um, It's because the Chiefs defense is that fucking bad. And to me, they will fuck up. Patrick Mahomes is like losing it in games lately. Granted, they're still winning right now. It's 14-10. But... Uh, Patrick Mahomes has thrown an interception in this game to the fucking Giants, man. They're they're terrible. And uh, I think that he is going to get pressured like crazy going into this Packers game because that Packers uh, fucking defensive line is good. It is good. I like it. Kingsley Kiki also making some big plays out there. Great name as well. Kiki! Yeah. Whitney Merciless. Those were our picks for the week. Whitney Merciless also very stud Packer to come out of this market. Very stud Packer. <sighs> should we get into quick hits? Quick it up. Quick hits for the week. We should have like I should like probably think of like some theme music to put in this point or something like that, like that can signify our sure. quick hits at the end. We'll have to come up with that later. I'll, I'll my, find some. I'll find some. All right, my first quick hit of the week has to be for C. D. Lamb. Do you understand why I might put C.D. Lamb in my quick hits? Absolutely not. No, it's because of the fines that C.D. Lamb has gotten this year. Oh, yes, dude. This is hilarious. Okay, so the first fine he got of the season was on September 9th, actually, for his socks being too low, uh, for $5,150. He's gotten an untucked jersey twice. $5,000 $5,000 the first time, 15000 the second time. A crackback block got him 10000 And taunting when he waved got him also 10000 This guy has spent $50,000 in fines plus this year. Still balling out. Doesn't matter. I just wanted to say the NFL sucks for finding him for being his socks too low. That is the worst. And an untucked jersey at that. 
Those are all terrible yeah, they, reasons. They the NFL for terrible you. reasons to find someone. So I just thought it was funny, and we should get that message out across. Next, Bucks three and four now lost their last three games. Oh god, they don't have Chris, Drew, Brooke, or like anyone good playing other than Giannis, who is continuing to fill the stat sheets. But holy shit, they need to get healthy because I don't like the Bucks being three and four. They're a way better team than that. Still one of the best yeah, just, teams. Just relax. Don't worry about it. They'll be fine going forward. They, it, 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 what is it, seven games in? We got lots of time. Going into baseball, what looked like it was going to be the last game of the season yesterday, Astros came back in game five after giving up a grand slam in the first inning. Uh, this is just poise now for a documentary-level comeback, I wrote. Jose Uquiti? How do you say his name? Urquidy? Urquidy? Sure. Now has the most World Series wins by a foreign-born player, catching his third win after that one. I think that the Astros might come back now. They're going to get the last two games in Houston. Bad time to blow it if you're Atlanta. 3-1, Grand Slam in the first inning. I want to know what the percentages were with, like, stat cast next gen of percentage to win the World Series. It had to be in the 90th percentile after a first inning Grand Slam, and you blew it. Not a good look for the Braves. Got to close them out sooner than later. Uh, now, I will say, if the Braves uh, win this, then it uh, puts a real light on the New York Mets over the past 20 years because uh, every other uh, NL East team will have won a World Series. So <laughs> Big tough. Big tough. Halloween was this weekend. We saw a lot of crazy costumes around the league. Yeah, Obviously, Aaron Rodgers, John Wick costume, undefeated. If I'm the rest of the NFL, I am terrified. He is on the biggest fuck you tour of his career, I think. He's just ready to win. He looks like he's having so much fun playing out there. Solid costume. It was not the Big Lebowski, though. No, and that's super sad. It's not even Con Air, which really, that's the one I was really rooting for. Uh, I'm not I'm not going to lie, though. That one was, was fine. The best one goes out to Darnell Moody, I think. Or was it a... Uh, no, no, sorry. It was a... Uh, Khalil Herbert, rather, of the Bears, with the fucking rocket suit. Did oh, yeah, that? I saw that one, too. That one was good. Khalil My- Herbert gets the win. Miles Garrett coming as the Grim Reaper with all the quarterbacks on the name of his robe that he walked in with was pretty scary, too. That one was good. Also moving yeah. on now, next quick hit. I am a hockey fan this year. We remember this. Seattle Kraken, 3-5-1. and one. They're playing the Oilers tonight. They're probably in the middle of the game. Don't know anything else. That's about it. But I'm keeping track of them. I am keeping track of my Seattle Kraken fandom. Yeah, and uh, especially with the way that the Blackhawks got pegged mm. for their fucking atrocities in the locker room over the past, uh, well, really over their past dynasty uh, this past season. It, it absolutely angers me, and I'm going to have to switch over to being a Kraken fan as well. Mm. Hopping on the train late, I see, but okay, well, okay. Well, fine. You know what? Fine, I'll fuck you. I'll take someone else. Last team, last, last team, last quick Jesus. hit. How last, many do you have? I, I had a couple of them, man. I had a couple of them. I told you I went ready for this show. Last one, good one here. Jake Paul officially unretired. Is going to fight Tommy Fury December eighteenth. He was retired. Yeah, remember he retired after. No, I don't fucking 
That's all I had. Go. Quick hits. Boom! Alright. Uh, first up, the oldest known game-worn Michael Jordan shoes sell for $1.5 million. Was that the fifth? That? Was that his fifth game of his rookie year? Something like that. I yeah, I said that on my quick that. hits last week, dude. Come on. No, you didn't. I definitely did. That's like a week old. No, you didn't. I think you're lying. This, this, the story came out for it last Wednesday. All right, maybe I'm tripping, but I swear I did maybe that you last were talking week. Talking about it or some shit. Go. Uh, whatever. Sorry. I don't fucking care. Uh, uh, St. Louis Cardinals did hire a new manager. They brought in uh, Ali, Ali, uh, Ali Marmol, their uh, like pitching coach or some shit like that. I don't know. Fucking fuck if I care. Kind of crazy it's they don't have Mike Schultz still or whatever there. That that was a big yeah. wild one. Though I will say Marmol is like a stand-up uh, dude. They really like him in the bullpen or bullpen in the dugout. So, uh, you know, we'll kind of have to wait and see. Though, it's the Cardinals. I could not fucking care about them at all. Fuck the Cardinals. Uh, yeah, fuck the Cardinals. Uh, also, speaking of the Mike White play, a better put $1,000 on Mike White to lead the league in passing for week eight. Oh, my God. They won. They will win $125,000 if Mahomes or Jones don't pass for over 405 yards tonight. Guess what? This dude's going to win 125K because of Mike fucking White. Dude. Great name. Great, dude. What a great story for the week. Yeah. Uh, also, so uh, remember we were talking about the Cleveland Guardians, right? Yes. Guess what? They are in deep shit. Because there's a roller derby in Ohio that technically has the trademark to Cleveland Guardians right now. So they are suing them. Over the naming rights. They're going to come up on such a bag, and they're going to be the best roller derby team in the country after they win a lawsuit to change their name from the Cleveland Guardians. Yeah, uh, and they they went into with a federal lawsuit filed against the Cleveland baseball team Wednesday with the uh, phrasing on the the header of, a major league club cannot simply take a smaller team's name and use it for itself. Fuck you. Yes, there cannot be two Cleveland Guardians teams in Cleveland. And to be blunt, the the roller derby team was here first. Hell yeah, dude. Way to go, ladies. Fuck it. Uh, fucking take it to these MLB guys, especially if it uh, it's taking it to Rob Manfred, because that dude fucking blows. Worst commissioner in the league. Yes, uh, especially, uh, I, I don't know how uh, everyone feels about the Atlanta chop. Uh, did you see that story with Rob Manfred? Did not see that. Well, first of all, the chop is, and the Atlanta Braves name and the chop is, it, like, all things considered, it's a racist deal. Like, right? Uh, whatever. Then the Rob Manfred doubled down on that by saying it was okay for them to do it, but not okay for the Indians because Atlanta has better fans in their market and that the MLB is not a, a nationwide sport. It's a regional sport. Oh so he fucked oh my God. his own league over. How, is How does he still, still have a job? How, How does he still have his job? He's so bad. He's ruining the game. And, like, literally your expectations were Bud Selig, who called a tie in an All-Star game. So you had 
nothing but like full support behind you and you're fucking it super bad and you know what we are not done my last bit of fucking quick hits is for the mlb again i'm surprised you didn't grab this one because this is just the fucking greatest story ever that will lead nowhere the mlb was approached this past week from PETA. Did you see that? Dave, we talked about this one last week again. No, we did not. The arm barn, 100%. You did not talk about the arm barn. Did we text about it, maybe? Yes. Oh, shit. I ruined it now. Dear Jesus. But yes, the bullpen to the arm barn. What in the ever-loving hell? I, I, um, this needs to stop somewhere, right? Like, we can't, we can't do this, right, guys? Like, Here, please. This won't change. This won't change. Uh, PETA has, uh, has said that it should rename the bullpen to a more animal-friendly name. Because words matter, and baseball's bullpens devalue talented players and mock the misery of sensitive animals. Oh, God. I'm not gonna lie, though. For as much as I like, as much as I don't want it to, I really like the name Arm Barn. No, stop. You don't like Arm Barn? Come no, on, no. Arm I don't barn. like, cha- baseball doesn't change. That's what's supposed to happen with baseball. It's just old and people hate it because it doesn't change. Don't change. That's fair. That's fair. All right. That's the quick hits. That is week nine. Coming up next week, because I fucked up, it was week eight this week, and that was our that was our rundown, our recap of what happened in the NFL, our quick hits at the end there. Crazy week for backup quarterbacks, for bad teams to look good, for good teams to lose good players that will make them bad teams, whatever the hell you want to talk about, it's on Down the Wire. If you like this episode, be sure to download it on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And, of course, make sure to check us out on thechairshot.com. Call me the cock jack. My car saying one's too many, honey, it isn't enough. Alright, don't worry about 12, no, they ain't showing up. Rocky came with the shot, stuck came with the blunts. Saying one's too many, honey, it isn't enough. Alright, yeah. Now you see, we going dumb, dumb, dumb. Now you see, we going dumb, dumb, dumb. Yeah, one's too many, honey, it isn't enough. Yeah, honey, just isn't enough. Oh, hey, like your girl, okay, what you want, on the lay, got ice on the way, put stones in your face, calamari, ocean lake, split me, four ways, by Praveen and Sandra Pay, yeah, all right, why is it so hard for you to cry when you're rich, I put the sideline in front, cause I can't argue about shit, I told God, protect my life, cause I'm gonna come in that shit, you know I, you know I, she won't fasten up her seatbelt when we ride Bought the girl a two-store penthouse and a big apple like a pie She was trying to tell me that with all her words but They were lies, but I let her get away with it Cause sometimes she wanna die
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.